Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother forty wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father forty-one. Ooh, so creepy. Spooky. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 19 of Chilled and Killed, a true crime podcast where we discuss a crime over a glass of wine or two. We're your hosts, Sam and Amanda. And this week, we are discussing an infamous case of Lizzie Borden. Did she murder her family? We may never know the real truth. <laughs> and for this week's wine, we chose... Ooh, I'm so excited. <laughs> we went for the spook season. So, it's called Skeleton. It's a Malbec from Mendoza, Argentina. So, um... We partially picked it, one, for spook season, <laughs> Yes. two, because it's bright pink, and that's Panda's favorite color, black and pink, come on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, this is a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one liter. This is a, yeah, it's huge. So we really don't plan on drinking this whole bottle, but hey, you never know. We don't plan on it, <laughs> it's probably going to happen. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> first cut the thing first good luck cutting the thing and not your oh yeah if you go low then you probably don't really risk your <laughs> your fingers as much <laughs> even though it should not be serrated it's really stupid of it you know really well i don't know i feel like having a serrated knife doesn't it's not necessary yeah because it's not really like it's it's not helping it any <laughs> that is the famous sound of chilled and killed yes well and a panda pour <laughs> <laughs> yeah those two things so panda pour and opening the cork yeah um okay well oh we have these are cheap but we got cute little um skeleton glasses for the occasion as well kind of i hope you guys know that like halloween season is panda's favorite season yes. ever <laughs> Mine is probably Christmas and Thanksgiving, and she is all about the skeleton, all about the spook, everything black, everything... Now that's true. Bats. Oh my god, look at her arm. <laughs> I do. Oh good bat. <laughs> I will say it's actually probably tied with Christmas. Because really? Because Christmas decorations make me so happy. Like, they're so glittery. Okay. It's good drinks, like a peppermint mocha. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> so, so good. But spook season... Yes. I'm Which one it. would you say is first? Spook season or? Almost Christmas. Really? Yeah. I learned something new every day. But, I mean, it's so close. It's really so close. Hmm. Okay, so we're going to pour. We're Guys, we found. Oh, wait. Before I do this, hold on. We found a. Panda found. I, <laughs> I found a book at Target in the $5 section when you first walk in. And it's called um, A Very Nice Glass of Wine a guided journal and i i'll admit i i learned a lot from this five dollar book <laughs> and um so one of the things i learned was really like how you're supposed to be tasting wine um and obviously you guys know 
we kind of pour heavy immediately. <laughs> That's kind of what we do. You're supposed to definitely not. Definitely not. So we're going to try today to follow the book a little bit more. And um, so we're going to pour a little in, swirl it, smell it, and give it a taste a little bit more uh, professionally, if you will. <laughs> Are we? We're going to try. <laughs> so let's... Yeah. Uh, Let's pour a little bit and see what happens. You're going to have to teach me because you told me there was this whole, like... Oh, yeah. Aeration, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that is not a little That's bit. a little bit. <laughs> not a little bit. <laughs> well, you... It's, <laughs> it's a panda pour of a little bit. It's supposed to be, like, a taste. Well, you know, you need more than that. You need to swirl it and, like, get it going. So, a little more than, like, a drop. Really? But, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. If you're going to do this to spit it back out, then no. If you're going to do it to continue drinking it then this is fine okay because you know like regular wine tastings you kind of are supposed to spit the wine back out crazy no but anyway so let's give this a- oh god god <laughs> <laughs> don't do it over your computer oh my god good point so you swirl it you swirl it give it a kind of a uh an aggressive swirl okay and then you're supposed to really a schneef a really strong sniff you're supposed to do. <laughs> sniff. <laughs> oh, oh, man. A strong sniff. Okay. Swirl. And then before you drink it right now, do it again, but, but like, do I'm going to watch faster. you first. I've never done this. I'm doing it with you. Oh, I thought you said you watched videos I watched a video I've never accomplished. You're supposed to. Put a little bit of wine in your mouth after you smell it strongly. Then you're supposed to suck air into your mouth and swirl it with the wine. Now, I've never seen somebody do that. Cute. And <laughs> I, highly, I, I have this good feeling that it's going to result in a mess. <laughs> All right. We're so, going to try it though. Yeah. So, so you so kind of like wine in what when wine is in your mouth. I'm going to choke. Don't put that much wine in. Okay. It's a small sip. <laughs> okay, okay, so you do a you do a swirly do. You do a swirly do, a schneef, and then a, a sip a sip uh a sip and suck. A sip and suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, you do that. So, so <laughs> <laughs> And you don't laugh because it's gonna come out then. <laughs> okay. Okay. Swirly do. Okay, I cannot. I tried. No, I can't. That is weird. <laughs> I mean, it tastes. That, by the way, was the grossest sounding thing. So <laughs> I may have cut that audio because it sounded slurpy and um, gross. <laughs> I'm just going to drink it how we normally drink it because yeah. I don't even know about all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. I get a little cranberry, but it's not quite. Well, let me it's go like back. It's like earthy red. Well, wait. Let's. <clears throat> so the smell. In this book, it tells you you need to smell, taste, the difference between smell and taste. Okay. Um, and. I never get anything great in a smell no i get alcohol okay so oh wait i didn't do this really do 
Okay, let's see. What happens when we do a really doing a schneef? <laughs> Gotta stop calling it that. Or really no. doing a sniff. <laughs> oh, I went to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to sniff I it. I thought then. we said we're gonna be professional. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> I almost spilled it. <laughs> okay, I really do have to smell it for this part, I guess. Um, I smell wine. <laughs> I sound like Jared, but I smell wine. I I don't get anything from the smell, um, other than alcohol. Like I said, yeah, like it's, it's, it's not even, you know, that strong compared to other wines we've had. This is a twelve point eight percent. So I mean, it's still by no means a weak wine in the alcohol, but. I'm going to read it. Okay. Oh, wait. Unless, do you want to tell us what flavors you get? So, can I just tell you that we're supposed to smell it and then there's taste, which uh, let me tell you the difference between taste and flavor. (laughs) So, taste is the characteristics. Is it um, bitter? Is it sweet? Is it salty or is it like acidic? I would go. It's kind of salty. Yeah right yeah okay i'm with you on that i would definitely say salty it's not really sweet and it's not like tart i get like once you swallow it it leaves a slightly salty feeling in your mouth but it's not not texture wise like don't think salty and think you're eating salt think salty and it's like just a residual flavor like it's a savory salty. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad at all. No, it's pretty pretty good. And then there is the flavor, which really is more involving of the smell. Um it supposedly, and that each one of us is going to have a different flavor of the wine. So we should all really taste the same taste of the wine. Which we both got which salty. We got salty. So fair. So then, yeah, now like what flavors do you get? are going to be different than what flavors so am i going to get oaky am i going to get vanilla am i going to get uh currant am i going to get you know something that you might not get what do you get for this one Mm. it's um i wanted to say cranberry but it's not really it's more like jammy um (laughs) but this is going to sound weird but I also, I think because of the saltiness, I think olive. Ooh, I'm not sure I'm following you on the olive. I get the sensation. Of olive? Yeah, like that mouthfeel of an olive. Maybe that's because of the saltiness. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Mm. But I don't get the, like, f- flavor. I kind of get flavor the flavor. Mm-hmm. See? Everybody has different flavors. I'm on their. It's... I can't really pinpoint this to be honest it's so it's not bad um i would say it's kind of like a cab except you don't get spiciness yep i would agree with that you have the fruit flavors in there and it ends on a salty instead of a spicy yeah it's it's salty instead of like that smoky spicy definitely i truthfully still prefer cab but you know do you want me to tell you yeah what the back of this okay, says yeah. Let, let's let's see what the back says so let's. 
Skeleton wines with backbone. God, I hope I don't drop this wine on my Me computer. <laughs> anyway, this luscious Malbec arounds with aromas of violet, plum, and blackberry jam. Plum. I can get the plumminess. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was getting the jam. Mm-hmm. And then it says rich, fresh fruit, fruit and vibrant acidity makes for this lovely finish. I'm getting okay. the deep plumminess. I'm not sure I'm getting jam. I get a little bit, but I think it's because I'm thinking fruit. Because you taste the fruit. Yeah. At least I taste the fruit. It is fruity. I can't pinpoint a fruit, but it tastes good. Yeah. It has a good flavor. I like it. I'm going to put more in my cup. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll listen to the panda pour. Me too, me too. Right. On our rating scale, what would you say? So Out we're of- going to do a new rating scale yes. for this book. This book describes a five... Well, it, actually, if you follow us on Instagram, we were doing a five... Um, glass. Five glass Not emoji. five star. <laughs> yeah, five, five glass. So we're going to continue on with that, actually. We're going to continue taking pictures of the bottles and uploading them with a, a glass. Um, a wine glass, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... A one glass is okay. It's not great, but it's not bad. I mean, obviously, no no glasses is bad. We have one of those, don't we? We did. What, <laughs> the uh, bubbly bullshit one. <laughs> the, um... What's that called? Taffeta. Taffeta. That was oh so my. gross. Was oh, bad. my God. So, that was not recommended. Ugh. So, um, but one glass is, is okay. Three glasses is pretty good. I might put this there. Three? Yeah. And then five glasses is you'll buy it again. I would say three. That's a, I was going to say four, but... Three to four. Somewhere in there. Like three and a half. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it's it's good. I don't think it's my favorite. I, um, I also... I don't think I would buy it again. Yeah. It's I like I had it and I would say, oh yeah, I've had that. It's not bad. If you want to give it a try, it's not like the most terrible thing. Yeah, like it's... It's an okay drink. I wouldn't buy it at a restaurant, though. No. It's drinkable. It's a very yeah. drinkable bread. Yep. Uh, Which is probably why it comes in the one liter, because, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, not a problem there. But Are we ready to get on with our story? I think I think we are. Okay. so I'm excited. Oh, actually, since... <laughs> let's discuss a couple things, since clearly mm, it's been a minute. <laughs> we've uploaded has been a minute thing so how how have you been <laughs> because i think people are probably curious why we stopped uploading every other week um great great point um life has been crazy and we started to realize that we just needed to give ourselves a little bit more time in order to research and record and really kind of make this fun that's a good word because we were getting more stressed than we were yes. fun. And, and that's why we started this, yeah. is to be well, fun. Yeah. And every time I would hang out with her, it was like, okay, we have to record. We mm-hmm. have to record. We have to record. Well, I want to hang out with her because she's my friend. Like, yeah. I want to hang out with her because she's my work partner. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, first and foremost. Friends. Friend. <laughs> podcast. Second. Yes. Too. So, Listen. we're dropping it down to once a month, which. So much easier for us right now. Yeah. 
we could go back up we could but for right now i think we'll put out better content for you guys too with a once a month podcast because Mm -hmm. we'll be more um we'll have more time life has a lot going on and to try to rush to get things done does not make a better podcast so we're just gonna do once a month for a little while at least yeah exactly like so for me i've been finishing up school so i had in my internship in maine and that kind of made it so difficult for us (laughs) to record in two different places it just brought a lot of different like headaches but now that we're here i'm still finishing up school i'm studying for my board exam so that's taken so much of my time recently (laughs) bought a house and just a lot of new and very good things going on but we just needed to take a little break and panda's been in aruba and she's been like all (laughs) over the place i did aruba then i had to obviously quarantine when i came back home because i traveled out of the country yep um everything went swell aruba was fantastic if you guys are looking for a vacation right now aruba is the place to go it is a very (laughs) safe it's a very safe country they're taking every precaution they need us to go visit them so if you're looking for a vacation good spot (laughs) yeah exactly Um, and then you had some house problems so you've been yeah yeah, fixing that that. yeah our basement's getting redone we had a a septic problem but you know (laughs) things happen in life (laughs) so yeah we've just had some craziness going on so thank you for being flexible with us and we are going to definitely be putting something out once a month in the future it might bump up again but for now this works beautifully perfect um okay so lizzie borden so (laughs) have you have you heard of her? Yes, I'm terrible with names, so I always suck at this, but I feel... So when I first heard Lizzie Borden, I thought it was the case where the girl got abdo- like adopted by that one mom who like only abused... Gertrude. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> Not quite the same. <laughs> Not even really close to the same, but okay we covered that one one day too because that case is, is insane oh my god but that is that's not today's case insane so that's what i thought we were covering and then i've heard this rhyme before you have so i'm i have okay and i think i've heard it from another crime podcast probably um and i classified it in our notes here as like a nursery rhyme and I'm not sure that that's the right word for that because, to be quite honest, that's <laughs> sing this uh, to your child going to sleep. <laughs> um, no, but but have you ever noticed that any other nursery rhyme is also equally as fucked yeah, up? Yeah, so it's not like, really like the London Bridge is falling down and Humpty Dumpty literally broke apart, or fucking um, Ring Around the Rosie oh, that's yeah, about like plague. the black, <laughs> the black like plague. Yeah, so, <laughs> so they're not better. You so know? Okay, it's a nursery rhyme. Yeah, um, but I think this is something that you would probably chant like on the like schoolyard when you're in elementary school <laughs> so is this like a bloody mary spin around and yeah okay well, mm, i've never tried that by the way me either because i am a baby and i am not <laughs> i can't i, I absolutely can't because i know what it is it's you it's you in the mirror but like no <laughs> i'm just better off not like worrying about it when i've got to go pee at like two o'clock in the morning no no so <laughs> no no uh, but anyway <laughs> so we'll just we'll just get into this so Lizzie Borden was born in Fall River, Massachusetts, in 1860, which was so, a long time ago. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize Massachusetts. Like, that's pretty close. Yeah, very close. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, her father was and Andrew. Sit back and chill. <laughs> and drink. <laughs> mm-hmm. her, uh, her father was Andrew, and her mother was Sarah. And she was the couple's second child. Emma was their firstborn and Lizzie's older sister. 
But only a few years after Lizzie was born, Sarah died. And that's very sad. And then Andrew got married three <laughs> years later. <laughs> Why are you laughing? You being like, Sarah died. And that's very sad. Well, <laughs> but like also he moved on. I mean, I guess that's not, I mean, it is, I think it's fast, but teach their own. Sometimes that's what Wait, you gotta do. he moved do. on when? He moved on and got married three years later. I don't think that's that fast. Well, that's implying that you dated for a little bit. Yeah, but there... Back then, I don't that wanna... was maybe a survival tactic. True. Yeah. I... I, like, I think it's better than, like, okay, four months out and you're like, okay, I'm going back. I don't know. Mm-hmm. To each their own. Like... Yep, exactly. It is what it is, but... Um, yeah, so... Um, he married a woman named Abby Durfee Gray. Obviously, she's now Abby Borden. So Lizzie's family, Lizzie and Emma and her father, the family, they grew up with pretty decent money. Um, Andrew, when he was younger, came from not a well-off family. So when he got older, he made sure, honestly, to, to like do well in life. He was a manufacturer of furniture and caskets in the beginning and then he ended up, which is kind of like, I mean, somebody's got to do it. So, yeah. <laughs> but then okay. he ends True. up being, right, like all these odd jobs, like somebody, somebody has to do it. So, yeah. Then he became a property developer and owned many textile mills, um, which was good for the time I'm, um, you'll see. Okay. So at the time of his death. What um, the fuck is a textile mill? I think like, like a like a cotton uh mill place or like i think a lot of things can be textile mills okay so i'm looking at okay um yeah you're right um largely largely based on conversion of like yarn yarn into fabric dyed or print dyed or printed yeah yeah that kind of stuff so yeah and that was obviously that's still very important it's just not really talked about but obviously these are still Mm -hmm. things oddly like on like well probably not <laughs> probably what? a lot of our clothing is made in china now <laughs> they so probably have those in mills. china china <laughs> yes china china <laughs> that's a new one that's a, a good one <laughs> it's fine um so when andrew spoiler alert dies <laughs> Uh, he was actually the president of the Union Savings Bank, and he was a director of the Durfee Safe Deposit and Trust Company. So, he had a lot of money, the family had a lot of money, but he was still, like, very frugal with his money. He didn't show it off at all. Really. Ever. Hmm. The family's house did not have indoor plumbing. Yeah. Wait, but this was, like, in the 1800s. Yeah, but they had plumbing. If they had plumbing in Rome... (laughs) okay you're right you're right rome was like a way super time yeah for like fucking 80 ad or whatever the hell it yeah, was i don't even know old yeah. but they they uh, my point was they could have had all of this but he just didn't spend his money on these things i don't know why anyway when he died his estate was worth three hundred thousand dollars holy back then back holy then. shit so i converted it it is roughly eight million six hundred thousand dollars. That's insane. So, to when not I have tell you he had plumbing. money and he didn't have plumbing, I'm 
it, it boggles my oh, mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, living in an $8 million mansion and not having, like, plumbing no. in your own home? It's, Sorry, go it's back. It's quite, and, like, barbaric to have the ability to and yet not utilize it. Yeah. That'd be some Dan shit right there. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, but, see, I have to learn how to do this just in case. Just in case. Like, mm. So I'm going to make myself be tortured for the rest of my life house (laughs) no yeah have fun (laughs) um so the family was also raised religiously um they attended the local central congregational church i tried looking up this church i for the life of me do not know what religion this is it really doesn't matter i was just curious okay i do is that like a i literally googled central congregational church congregational church protestant protestant oh okay hmm. okay well i never know which terminology terminology goes with what so protestant are still uh they're under the like christian christian yeah 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 um okay so lizzie was particularly active actually with the church she was involved in things such as teaching their sunday school um she was also the secretary treasurer of the Christian organization called the Christian in- Christian Endeavor Society. Hmm. Uh, she was also a member of the Ladies Fruit and Flower Mission. Do you know what that is? I'm assuming some type of like virgin. No. So it sounds crazy, right? But they. <laughs> the Fruit and Flower Mission? They would literally bring flowers and fruit to the sick people in the hospital and the poor in their homes every Thursday. Well, that's very kind. Very kind. Not I thought it was guest. Like, no, I thought <laughs> no. it would be like okay, don't disrupt your flower, your flower. and like <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> some type of like celibacy something or other. Yeah. So hmm. one might say she was the pillar of the community. Uh oh, that's never a good thing. <laughs> I saw an eye twitch in, in there. <laughs> and you say if you um if you're a fan of and that's why we drink, you would know that a pillar of the community. <laughs> it's not good not so lizzie's family was also fortunate enough to have a live-in maid and her name was bridget sullivan um bridget has noted that the two girls often ate dinner not at the table with their parents well with their father and stepmom um hmm. i personally didn't think of that as being all that odd it, it honestly made me think of when you're <laughs> when you're at like a holiday dinner with your family and you are at the kids table Wait, so are they saying they didn't just eat at the table, but they were at a table next to, or is it like they didn't um, eat it together? Wasn't really specific. So okay. I think they just didn't eat at the table with them. I don't think they had a separate table. It okay. just made me think of it. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of odd for the time. Maybe. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, if, if, if it was noted, then it had to have an odd. Yeah, true. Right? But. Yeah. In the 1800s, I feel like it's very family-oriented. Like, it's not like, okay, everybody go to your room, watch your Netflix, and that is true. do your thing. It's like, you all come together, you all eat together, <laughs> yeah. you all pray together, you all very family-oriented. poop together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Lord, know. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of threw that in there. I loved it. <laughs> um, and also, so also the other thing, they never, well, at least Lizzie never referred to Abby Borden as uh okay mother, which is fine i don't think that's weird do you no but i've heard the name abby borden for like before so i feel like i know some parts of the story that you might like touch on and yeah, i'm gonna yeah. be like i've heard that before <laughs> we'll get there because it does get kind of crazy okay um 
but they always referred to her as Mrs. Borden. Which, I mean, honestly, she's maybe stepmom. Not mom. Most parents that are stepparents are not referred to by mother. <laughs> yeah, I Unless, don't. Unless, well, they were young, but whatever. I don't think that's weird. Um, Bridget would not comment on if they had a great relationship, but really, honestly, clearly from researching this and me telling you all of this, they did not. They did not have a good relationship. I know that Lizzie thought that um, Abby was really just trying to get her father's money, which <laughs> he had plenty of. <laughs> but whatever. They were together for a long time, so. Do you want to be fully, like, full? I can't speak yes, today. Can. My goodness. Good Do you want I'm me the to one fill talking. you up? Yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome we're gonna drink half of it <laughs> it's just i was gonna say you don't want to know where it's at that's terrifying well whatever anyway so now this is like 1892 and lizzie is 31 32 really depends on what time of year this is but what i had the thought like she's 30 she's in her 30s it's time for her to move out she's it's still a thing it's yeah, it's like you stay in there for as long as freaking possible. It was like, it's a completely different world than it is now. I see that. <laughs> Not one for me. <laughs> no. Not at all. Me neither. Um, oh, okay. And so here's something weird, right? Lizzie cared for the pigeons in the barn, which... Girl after my own heart. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest. I don't know if you guys know, there's a Snapchat filter currently that has a pigeon that sits on your head. <laughs> The amount of Snapchats I've gotten with this one. With I'm a sorry. pigeon on her head. She loves that filter. Fucking love it. She'd be friends with the pigeon in the barn. I would. <laughs> well, That's, yeah. Yeah. Well, and- Andrew did not like them. He either believed they were attracting, o- I found other creatures, but I also read they were attracting other children to come and hunt them, which seems not the most likely. I don't really know. I just know that he didn't like the pigeons and he killed them. Huh. And that started an argument because... She liked her she pigeons. She liked her pigeons, Okay. Yeah. Um, and honestly, they were just having, they were having some family problems at this time. They were in a lot of arguments and, and hey, maybe don't kill the pigeons when you know. I don't know. It's his house too, but just don't kill the, don't kill things without a purpose is my thing. True. But that's all. Anyway, I won't, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> um, the family was in a lot of feuds though at this point and- a lot of them were caused because Andrew was gifting, like, big gifts to other family members. So, like, for example, he gifted a house to Abby's family. A house. You can't have plumbing, but you can <laughs> gift a house? Yeah. No, see, he could have plumbing. He just didn't choose okay, to Okay, you plumbing. choose to not have plumbing. Yeah. But then you gift a house. Yeah. So, the girls, okay. Emma and Lizzie, were super upset by this. Because they weren't getting anything. So they demanded something from him. And they also got a house, which was um, a rental property that he owned. And they ended up selling it back to him for like a dollar. What? Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. Or they bought it for a dollar. You know what? I could have that backwards. However, I know that it wasn't an expensive purchase in either direction. And maybe okay. they did buy it for a dollar. I, hey, whatever. I, it's not a critical there was part a house, of the story. There was some sort of exchange of a dollar mm-hmm. and it happened. Exactly. Not It's critical. in the story. <laughs> yeah. 
They were jealous. They got something out of it. Yeah. There we go. Yep. And we move along. <laughs> so just before the murders happened, the night before, honestly, which is weird, but... Oh, we're coming along it, we're, Yeah, we are. So Andrew had been visited by his first wife, Sarah's brother. His name was John V. Morse. Um, he came to discuss some business things, but honest, it's... As far as I can tell, very unrelated to these murders. It just was a, a, an unfortunate time frame. Hmm. And speaking of things that happened right before the murders, um, but doesn't necessarily seem to have a connection, the whole family did not feel good for a few days before. Uh, the doctor assumes that they had food poisoning from uh, a spoiled stew that was left out on the stove, which this is... This is ringing a bell. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You're getting there? Yeah. <laughs> um, Everyone was sick, including Bridget. I don't know why you would eat stew that you left out on the stove for <laughs> days. <laughs> days. Which, is this a wood stove? So maybe, like, like, they don't have the electricity in the house. They must not have a plug-in stove. No, probably, like, a like a fire with a cauldron. Yeah. Spooky season. <laughs> yes. Um... No, I but I think that was a thing, too, back in the time frame, which is why, like, there's so many fucking laws now about meat and how to process and how to package and honestly, stuff. Honestly, for that better. Was, <laughs> honestly. But that was, like, the thing. It's like, you left meat out. Yeah. That's gross. So gross. We learn from it now. However, people had to do stupid shit like that in order for people to learn. Okay. All right. You're not wrong. I at all obviously still disgusting, still disgusting. Mm-hmm. yes so um i know that like it was food poisoning if we're gonna be honest like let's be real it was food poisoning but abby did not think that it was food poisoning because andrew had the tendency to piss people off and she thought they were actually poisoned huh but i don't believe that i think they were eating rotten stew (laughs) um so anyways so this is now we're into the summer of 1892 and it was a very very hot summer if you live in new england you know that in august it can get like oppressively muggy like very humid very hot and they were in the middle of a heat wave so it was hot um so from here on out we can discuss the facts and we can mostly agree this is how the murder would have happened but we we can't be sure um and you'll see why so august 4th um would have been like any other morning andrew woke up he had breakfast with abby we know he went to the post office he did leave the house and went to the post office in the bank i don't know why but that sticks out in my memory too okay there it's, are some things i i know i've heard this before and and it's a weird case well, yeah weird maybe not so much because i think we know what happened but <laughs> um Based on the nursery rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he would have been back home. He was back home around 10.30, 10.45 in the morning. Bridget, which was the family's maid, she was going around doing her her duties. Um, this particular morning, she was in the house's third floor, which is where she slept. But she was up there washing the windows. But she didn't feel well because food poisoning. <laughs> and she took a nap. So Lizzie ended up calling out for Bridget at around uh, 10 after 11 in the morning. Um, so, like, she actually called out for Maggie, uh, which apparently was their prior um, living maid's name, and 
this bitch just was like, hmm, I'm just going to call you Maggie and I'm not going to get that your name is Bridget, which is rude AF. Yeah, what the fuck? So, I wouldn't <laughs> respond to you either. Right. Well, she does, but it's oh. just really, I just, yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> Lizzie, Lizzie told Bridget that her father, that she found her father and that he was dead. So, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Andrew had been attacked with an axe or hatchet. Um, very brutally, I might add. Uh, he had been hit in the head 10 or 11 times. And his eye was very mutilated. I oh mean, his ho- honestly, his whole damn head was so mutilated. But everywhere you look up, this case is going to talk to you about oh, his eye. Why? I have, no, I think, shock value, to be honest. Okay. Because, like, it's not just, it didn't. It wasn't the it's, only. It's not little. It's it's like a hatchet to the head. Like Ugh. it's violent. It's gruesome. It's bad. And he was sleeping on the couch when it had happened. So he's kind of like slumped over on the couch. You can find these crime scene photos. I was about to. <laughs> They're very available. <laughs> no, just search Andrew Borden. <laughs> I couldn't remember his first name. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Borden. Yuck. Holy shit, though. Yes isn't that messed up so this is the actual picture here of him on the couch nasty she like only hatcheted his face only his face okay kind of understandable and then there's a picture of the skeleton his skull and yeah we'll we'll end up putting that on instagram because she bashed his eye out yeah it's psycho so now, the family's doctor lived across the street, and Bridget did go get the doctor. When he arrived, he did rule officially that both Abby and Andrew were dead, because Abby was found in the guest bedroom. She reportedly went upstairs to make the bed, um, what's his name, John, uh, Lizzie's mother's brother, <laughs> the one who came to visit about the, the whatever he was here for i don't remember he was there i don't remember what his <laughs> i name don't was. remember john john okay I was yeah right. you were right okay so john came and he did stay over so i think abby was going up there and she was going to just like go i, I think she was actually going upstairs to go lay down i i'm not sure obviously we don't really know something <laughs> between she was either going up there to take a nap or she was going up there to make the bed um something we will never know for sure so she it's been determined she was struck in the head but on the side of her head um she was facing her killer when whoever came in attacked her she was hit on the side of the front of her face and then she fell down and then somebody attacked her 18 to 19 times like seven 17 ish more times on the back of the head so her skull was also mutilated beyond like you can't survive these things no not possible so not 17 fucking hatchet hits to the head no <laughs> i know i don't really i don't know how they determine how many times you actually get hit i know there's a based, whole like how do you know i know somebody's real good at their job apparently. yeah in like, 1890 true I, like I, that's impressive i think that is impressive mm-hmm. i have no idea hmm. they must know though and especially with all the blood and everything like you would think I it would know. be so disguised, but I guess maybe, like, when you clear off the body, you can kind of see 
more distinct. Yeah, like, yeah, like when it's not just a skeleton. Yeah. Yeah, when the body's in rigor mortis, so everything kind of (laughs) just... Is congealed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Disgusting. So gross. (laughs) But also so very fascinating. It is. Yeah. (laughs) I am a little morbid, though. (laughs) (laughs) We we probably should be if we're going to have this type of podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't really talk about it if you can't talk about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... When the police came, they did search the house. Lizzie was really weird that day. When she arrived, she was giving them contradicting answers. She was not. <laughs> she was not in a good head. Head. Well, would you be? I was just gonna say. I feel like okay. I feel like we know why she wasn't in the good head right. space. <laughs> but like, when you're in that moment, it's kind of like okay, both your parents just got murdered. So Murder. would you ever? yeah fucking yeah. mutilated yeah so and you saw it yeah well maybe you didn't watch well you watched it happen, she fucking watched it <laughs> i don't even technically know how this ends but she fucking watched it right well you'd be surprised anyway <laughs> so the police did search in the basement and this is funny according to wikipedia which i know this is a great source but <laughs> this is where i found that they supposedly found two hatchets two axes and a hatchet head with a broken handle so is that three hatchets or is that like i think that's three hatchets and one's got a broken handle yeah and two axes yeah um they thought that the broken one was likely to be the murder weapon because they thought that the break looked like freshly broken can you really tell i was gonna say how do you (laughs) i don't really i don't think that's like possible but hey (laughs) what do i know um but whatever, it did not have any blood on it, and they didn't initially take it with them, which I think is crazy. If you think that's the murder weapon and you left you it take behind, it. you take it as evidence. Oh my but god! No, they did not. Nope. They'd come back for it a couple days later, though. But was it there? Yeah. Oh. So as for the suspects, well, they knew that the Borden's eldest daughter Emma was not the one who did it because she was out of town. Um, she had a pretty good alibi bridget hadn't done it because she was on the third floor washing the windows or possibly taking a nap recovering from food poisoning um personally if i were truly sick um i could see her being ruled out easier than if she were just washing the windows yeah because if you're really sick like that i i would say that that type of murder took effort like you can go to the next floor right you're still in the house yeah <laughs> no officer it wasn't me i was washing the windows upstairs oh, upstairs yeah <laughs> great alibi yeah um and so then there's lizzie well <sighs> oh wait before there was lizzie there's another one there's john i was just gonna ask yes so john had a strong alibi because he had woken up in the morning and he left and he was in another town and there was an alibi for that so it wasn't it was not him because the time frame wouldn't have matched up okay so then there's lizzie so lizzie's the only one left that's a likely suspect um but she wasn't initially arrested for this but i told you she was kind of acting weird yeah well she was acting weird she had some she just never answered anything like the same way twice which is not a good sign no uh, neither actually is answering everything the exact same way every time either, though. 
because True. that's a, it's like that's a lie that you practiced. Yeah, good but point. Good a point. little bit of in between is ideal. You can't yeah. flip flop. You can't have like the extremes yeah. of both end. Mm-hmm. So a few days later, what was it? August second. That August second, third, fourth. <laughs> <laughs> second third fourth one of the august two. fourth Three, when four. the murders occurred and then on august 11th lizzie was arrested so here's the thing crime scenes back then were not treated the same way that crime scenes are treated today <laughs> sadly but expected to be honest so there was not crime scene tape roping everything off immediately um that so nobody was really stopped from tampering with any possible evidence um you know, whatever. And this was the hot gossip of the day in a town that's probably otherwise quite boring. Probably. <laughs> and Good point. So, uh, everybody wanted to go catch a glimpse of anything that they could. So, so. fucking the entire town was yes. in this room. Yes. So, how can you take anything seriously after this? True. Um, so, I also read on biography.com that Lizzie had burned the dress that she was wearing. <laughs> Suspicious. that they found her father and stepmom. She claimed... That it was stained with paint. Blood. 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 <laughs> yeah, the, the red paint. <laughs> oh, that kind of paint. Yeah. Oh. So, Just prosecu- like, it was stained with Malbec. <laughs> yeah. Well, with us, that might be true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we wouldn't fucking burn our clothing. That's, okay, that's my point. Even if you had paint on it, that's not a normal reaction of, oh, no. shit, I got paint on my dress. Like, You'd throw it away, maybe. Throw it away, maybe. Keep it. Repurpose it. Use it for things like when you're Actually, doing something dirty. Good point. In that time frame, you would repurpose any fucking thing you mm-hmm. could. Yeah, there's no Any reason. fabric, yeah. Yeah. Cut it. Use a little... I don't know. Anyway, I just thought that that was quite um, damning... At, damning? No. Damning. <laughs> quite damning da- evidence. Damning. damning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to pronounce it the way it's spelled. <laughs> True. Spelt. <laughs> Spelt. I'm having a day. <laughs> I am too. It's okay. <laughs> um, Spelt. Which kind of bread are we making? <laughs> Wheat. <laughs> Wheat. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so I think that that goes without <laughs> saying that she did something a little bit sketchy. Um, prosecutors would also argue that it was stained with blood, and that's why she burned it to get mm-hmm. rid of any of the con- connecting evidence. Obviously. <laughs> Thank um, you. Yeah. So, Lizzie was indicted on December 2nd, 1892, and her trial started the following year in June. So, June 1893. I'm going to read you some of the prominent points in the trial according to Murderpedia. So, one, they had found the hatchet in the basement of the house, and that we know for a fact, mm-hmm. but it wasn't able to be proven as the murder weapon. They just found a hatchet. Okay. I mean, I'd probably have a an axe or a hatchet. It doesn't mean that it... Anyway, anyway, the prosecution argued that the handle was removed to remove blood evidence. But an officer testified that the handle was found near the hatchet, and but then another officer disagreed. So honestly, who the hell knows what's going on with this hatchet? I just think if you can't... Well, first of all, if you didn't take it with you the day of the, the murder yeah. when you found it, it is no longer valid evidence. Yeah, because it has had too much time to be tampered with, especially with people coming in and out. Yeah. Um, second was no bloody clothing was ever found. 
because it was burned exactly <laughs> <laughs> like uh, let's yeah because <laughs> murdering somebody in that fashion is going to be very dirty well okay so the one thing that's kind of confusing to me it doesn't look dirty yeah but the crime scene looks pretty neat Yeah, because i would assume that there should be splatter up on the somewhere on the couch you would think that if he's we're gonna um put these pictures on our like instagram or our social media or whatever but it's um for those who don't follow us he is sitting follow us go follow us (laughs) one children killed podcast true (laughs) true that um but for her father he's sitting on a couch with his head freaking bashed in you can't even see his face right you can't even see his like it's literally three-fourths of his face is just demolished Mm -hmm. and he's sitting there like he slumped over taking a nap on the side with his feet hanging off but the couch cushion isn't like messed up there's no blood splatter on the wall there's no blood pooling on the floor there's besides for his face looking demolished it looks like it very neat and clean and as if he's taking a weird shaped nap <laughs> yeah <laughs> doesn't it almost look like this man was killed and then placed there yes <laughs> it has to be but I, that's not how it was ever ruled. But Look, now that I'm looking at it, that's head is, his head is on the pillow. If I'm I sorry, know. but if you got hatcheted and in the no, face. There's no blood on the pillow. No blood on the pillow. And so that he must have been sense. like that for a while, actually. Supposedly, the doctor had come over and he'd been de- dead for about 10 minutes. Like, the blood was still wet and he had been dead for about 10 minutes. Like, he had been killed at, like, 11 o'clock and at 11.10... That's the time frame they're going on. He was killed at 11 o'clock in the morning. By 11.10, Lizzie found him, and Bridget quickly got the doctor across the street. It wasn't like it was a long... He walked across the street. That sounds like that was what was told to the doctor, and the doctor followed that timeline. There's no way that this man was dead for 10 minutes with a clear, like, not even bloody pillow. He's, he's, He's clearly bashed in, but very oddly doesn't you know i've never even looked at this and thought that until right now but that does not look like a crime scene what was abby abby she was the same way she was found on the floor upstairs face down yeah okay so she has more blood pooling on the ground and you see a tiny little splatter but But he should have splatter up the wall there there should should be a lot of blood everywhere yeah because if you were gonna whack somebody once it's going to splatter if you keep it and not even yes from the the whack but even from the repetitive flinging up oh yeah you would fling it in the back good point and the other thing too is like if somebody comes in at you with a unless they get you good and then you're down he was sleeping supposedly so okay you wouldn't fight back but i was gonna say there's no like defense anything with his hands but good point if he's sleeping then likely not but still you're missing all look it's white white doors and there's blood nowhere nowhere and then her you would have if she was hit on the side of the head because that's what they said yep side first and then she fell down forward no splatter yeah there's nothing that might be splatter Uh, it's probably not based on the rest of these pictures true no splatter in the front because she was supposed to be hit in the back, too. And that look, she's, like, perfectly like kneeled. That almost looks like a rigor mortis set in. She is at the point where she is propped up, which if you With are her dead legs. limp, you won't be propped up. Yeah. You would have to be posed. 
as such. Uh, okay. So anyway, we're going to post these pictures so that you guys can go look at them too. And let us know what you think. Because now that I'm looking at them, I find them to be even more suspicious oh than God, I originally yeah. thought. Yeah. she her So her she's laying face down. So one, like we talked about, you'd have splutter. Two, if you're laying face down and you got murdered, you wouldn't be able to position your knees like flexed. Her knees are flexed yeah, as yeah. almost if she's like kneeling on the ground. It's like she kneeled and fell forward, but if you died, you're going to you be flat be, out. You would, you would collapse. You wouldn't be able to support yourself. She's not kneeling. enough that she tucked under. Yeah. Because then obviously if you were kneeling, kneeling and you fell f- forward, maybe you would support your own weight because your legs are bent enough. But yeah. she's, they're not, they're not bent. They're just they're not like a frog leg but you just have to go look they're very barely bent it's very weird yeah there was a good picture of her from the side where they looked a little more but no maybe not it's still weird nonetheless so weird so anyway so there was no bloody clothing found um so i also read that another on murderpedia is that where this was from murderpedia Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep they said that another axe murder happened nearby shortly before lizzie's um trial began but records indicated that that killer had been out of the country when the bordens were murdered and i'm wondering if this is the visalia axe murders and forgive me if i say that wrong i can never remember how to say that but visalia visalia i don't remember i'm saying that the same way every time (laughs) but i think um well it was an axe murder and they don't even know who it is so Actually, that how could be that then, because how would you know the murderer was out of the country if you don't know who the murderer was? I don't know. We'll just roll with the fact that that was what that said. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew and Abby's bodies were also tested for poison during their autopsies because yeah, Abby mm-hmm. thought that they were poisoned, not that they were food poisoned. But there was no poison because they were food poisoned because they ate stew that was left out. So, hey. Lesson one, refrigeration is key. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, put that shit in the fridge. Yes. Well, anyway, on June 20th, the jury (laughs) deliberated for an hour and a half. That is it. An hour and a half. And they acquitted her. What the fuck does that mean? She is not charged with, she's, she's not, she's not the murderer in their eyes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly um, <laughs> i can prove to you otherwise i know with all of the evidence i've stated thus far mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, yeah yeah she was in some way involved yeah <laughs> but nope she was quitted so you know how like oh okay oj was acquitted he was not the murderer of but he was okay but he was not the murderer of yeah. his wife well ex-wife whatever um nicole brown yeah and so wait is that the end of it well no so kind of but no okay so no one was ever charged they never like recharged anybody they never tried again um so i mean yeah as far as that goes yeah that's done no one is put away for these murders Hmm. there are theories that perhaps it was still Lizzie that killed them because it was Lizzie that killed them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that she was in an altered mental state, uh, which she might have been. 
but she still killed them. I I would say most serial killers are <laughs> yeah. likely in some sort of not saying she was a serial killer, but like right now. Definitely not. You're in some sort of altered state. I would argue that almost any murder is done in an altered state because if you were in a sane state, you wouldn't murder another human. However, not not to the degree of you didn't know what you were doing. Do you know what I mean? I know what you're saying. Like, your mind has to be some sort of... Fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) But, But anyway, so... Yeah, some, some that's. I think that could we could go on to that forever. I know, and we. I think we have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that the point is Lizzie obviously did this, but anyway, some think that she did this because she was angry at her father for killing her pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I swear to God, I hope not. If you kill somebody that aggressively because they killed. A bird that's literally not yours. It is a wild bird. <laughs> like, you got... Whew, my boy. No. <laughs> so, I truly think that that's, like, an out there um, <laughs> reason, and I don't think that's it, but I guess if you want to believe that, if that makes you feel better... Okay. Sure. We'll go with it. Uh, some still believe that it may have been Bridget. Um, Maybe she was angry at them for making her clean the windows when it was the middle of the heat wave and she was on the third floor. And I think that's quite bullshit because that's really not a reason to kill somebody. (laughs) Two people. Two of your employers. You're getting paid by these two people. You're not going to kill them because you're doing your job. Yeah. You know, that doesn't. No. Um, And and especially if she was recovering actually from food poisoning, I don't think she would have had the energy to do it twice. Probably not even once, but definitely not twice. Unless she was faking her food poisoning. True, but if she ate the stew, I don't think she... If everybody... I mean, all of them got sick. True. So probably not. Okay. Now, uh, some people think that it was Andrew's suspected illegitimate son. Who, by the way, I'm pretty sure I read, um, was found out that it's He was like... It's, well, that he's not his illegitimate... It's not his. So, it's suspected... And then not. But, okay. Uh, but some people still want to think that it was his suspected illegitimate son who tried to extort money from him. And then when that failed, he killed him. Hmm. I only read that really like one, maybe two places. And then I read that that was not his son. So we're going to just ignore that one altogether. That's, okay. We're taking that out of the lineup. We're not taking that out of the story. But we, that's I no gotcha. longer an option for you to pick. Gotcha. Some people think that Emma created an alibi in Fairhaven, which is only 15 minutes away from Fall River, and then she snuck back home to do the murder before returning back to Fairhaven. Mm. Is it possible? Sure. Is it likely? I don't think so. You know? I'm looking just because I'm curious. Are you looking Fairhaven from here? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's like by the Cape. Yeah, Fall River. Where's Fall River? I didn't know that was like Cape area. I thought that was like Boston area. Oh no, it's not. So oh, only okay. an hour and forty minutes away from us. Yeah, mm. it's not far. This case is not far from where, where Sam and I are. Hmm. But anyway, and fo- like Fair River and or what was it? <laughs> uh, Fair Haven. Fair Haven and Fall River. We're not too far away from each other. Mm-mm. Like, 10 like minutes. 10, 15 10, 50, minutes yeah. from each other. So, the pos- it's, it is 
um, possible, but, but is it, it seems, likely? Yeah, it seems mm-hmm. far-fetched. Yeah. And a lot of work to kill people that otherwise known to us don't have any re- like there's no reason for her to but hey i don't know her life so yeah you know true and again like all of these are really just speculations because we'll never really have a real clear-cut answer especially because the person i believe did it was acquitted of the murder so she's done yeah i think between like just one the clothing the clothing right burning your dress all. was just suspicious so suspicious yeah and then not having an accurate story, like, whenever you're being asked what's going on, meh. And then she just seemed like she was jealous in the first place about, um, what's her face? Abby? Yes. Yes. The one who was killed. Yes. Uh, yes. And she didn't like I her. I names. <laughs> That's fine. You didn't do the research. I did. <laughs> Abby, she always, I mean, from the very beginning, she yeah. did not like Abby. But I never took that as she didn't like her father but listen stranger things have happened true <laughs> you know so i do think that i think lizzie did it so why was a nursery rhyme created oh i don't know just to be creepy oh yeah that has really not nothing not, not a goddamn thing to do with the story whatsoever people just were like we're gonna jump on this yeah okay so after this trial happened lizzie and emma bought a house together in a different neighborhood in fall river it was in a place called the hill which was the richer um area of fall river at the time and they named their like estate home or whatever maple croft i don't know anyway what's that supposed to mean i yeah i don't know oh <laughs> it just is what they called their house oh. and, and they, yeah, <laughs> i thought there was some sort of like <laughs> no Meaning. This is where Lizzie also dropped the name Lizzie Borden, and she went by, right, Lizbeth A. Borden. Now, can you tell me why you would drop Lizzie and keep Borden? (laughs) Yeah. As though the Borden name is not the one that's the problem. Like, Borden. Andrew Borden. Abby Borden. Everybody knows. Borden is the problem. Yeah. It's not Lizzie. (laughs) And then to go from Liz, Lizbeth? Yeah, Lizzie to Lizbeth. L-I-Z-B-E-T. Like, not Elizabeth. Lizbeth. (laughs) It's just like... To each our own. To each their own, but I'm not into it, you know? (laughs) Um, And and that's not going to help you blend in. What's your name? Oh, I'm Lizbeth Borden. Mm, Hi. So so you're... People are going to be like, what, did you stutter? Yeah, right? (laughs) It sounds like Lizzie would have been a nickname to Elizabeth, and Lizbeth is a nickname to Elizabeth, so you're still Lizzie Borden. Yeah. Good job, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and why did you need to go through the efforts of changing your name to do that? Well, because she was very much ostracized by her community because they all believed and, let's be honest, like, they all knew she murdered her family and she was acquitted and they were angry about that and then she never left. She just moved to so, the more affluent part of the... She used her father's money. Yes. So that's what... Okay, so next. Ready? So the girls I wrote were fairly mm, lucky, if that's the right word to be using here. Mm-hmm. Probably not the right word at all, but I mean, if if lizzie did it then emma reaped the only benefit possible from this so when abby died it was ruled that abby died first so abby's estate went to andrew immediately and then when andrew was killed the girls got both of their money combined to them See, that makes sense then because, like, if she has this some sort of vendetta against her stepmom where Mm -hmm. she 
who knows? Maybe she feels like she took her mom. Who knows Mm -hmm. what it could be. So she, it makes sense. I mean, if a murder can make sense, it makes sense as to why she went after Abby. But then it's like, where did your dad come into play? Maybe just the money. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because if they were getting all butthurt about, you gave her a house and her family got this. And like, you're giving family troubles. Yeah. And they were very much motivated by the fact that they were going to get a house for that whole dollar situation it makes (laughs) for for a goddamn dollar (laughs) yeah it makes sense as to why they wanted everything true okay so okay i follow that now they did have to settle abby's family's i don't know what you want to call them whatever the, the settlement claims um Wait, so did Abby's family, like, get everything taken away from them? No, but they did have to pay them a little bit. Okay. But not all of it. Like, they still made out damn good. Let's be real. This man had money form. (laughs) True. Yeah. And she got lucky because she got acquitted. Because it doesn't really fucking matter if you get the money, but you go to jail. True. So, she got... Lizzie got lucky. Emma got... (laughs) <laughs> still not lucky her family got murdered but she got money yeah it's just not great though but um when they did get all of this money when the two girls moved into their new house and whatever they were able to hire a um a staff for their house so they had living maids they had a housekeeper they had a coachman which you know sounds uppity my goodness yeah <laughs> Bring us back to Salem. <laughs> yes. Ooh, yes. Oh, yes. Sam and I went there with our other friend, Alyssa. Great times. Well, yeah. all, actually, all of the couples went, but great. We had a great time. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Emma actually ended up moving out of their house, that house, in 1905 because the two of them had a big enough argument that she literally moved out. And I believe hmm. I read a couple places that was also the last time that the two girls ever really saw each other. I wonder what the argument was about. It was kind of stupid. I think that um, Emma had a party or something like that. Oh, I was going to say it was about her finding out that she killed her parents <laughs> or something. Be, like, <laughs> that would be a great scenario, but it was much more stupid than that. Oh, never mind. So now we're going to call her Elizabeth because that's what she wanted to go by, even though I don't really quite understand that. But anyway, <laughs> Elizabeth's help. It's not even easy to say because you want to say Elizabeth. Elizabeth's, but it's not. Liz, Elizabeth's. Liz. Liz. Beth. Yeah. Liz. Elizabeth. You have to like pause. You have to put an I. It's Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Elizabeth's. Lizzie. Health. You're going by <laughs> yeah. Lizzie. Well, Lizzie's health declined rapidly um, after she had had her gallbladder removed um and then she died of pneumonia within the following year on good june 1st 1927 she was 66 but just young but also old for the time i feel yeah yeah i would say so yeah so only nine days later ironically emma died from chronic nephritis which i didn't remember to look up what that is and i don't know what chronic nephritis nephritis but for not seeing each other for they, they like didn't see each other so it was the irony is that they died nine days apart Inflammation from of the kidneys oh interesting hmm. oh hmm. yeah that makes sense in itis is inflammation nephra is kidneys i wouldn't have known kidney nephra. inflammation <laughs> any so it makes sense and sad that doesn't sound very great but neither does pneumonia so true um 
neither of the girls had ever gotten married. I don't know why, because I feel like at the time, that was the thing to do. You got married. They had all the money in the fucking world. They That's didn't... true. What did they need? Because yeah. a lot of times you did get married to get to into money. Get, yeah, they <laughs> yeah. have their coachmen. Yeah, yeah. They're they doing have, just fine. They're okay. <laughs> it would just ruin Lizbeth's plan. Yes. She for was whatever. Great. Um, when they died... They were buried next to each other in Oak Grove Cemetery, which I just find funny. If you stop talking to each other for however many years, and then you die nine days apart, and then you get buried next to each other. Hmm. <laughs> Whatever. And now, so, Lisbeth <laughs> left $30,000 to the Fall River Animal Rescue League, which is... It was the pigeons after all. Yes. Okay, but three $30,000 is equal to $590,000 today. Holy shit. She left that to the Fall River Animal Rescue League, which is fine because, to be honest, she obviously did not have any of their family to leave it to. So what the hell is the point of not leaving it to something you truly believe in? Right? But Yeah. Eh. We, I think case closed. It was because her father killed the pigeons. <laughs> yes. She was pissed, and so now she used all of his money to give it to the animal it, rescue. Yep. Be like, uh, fuck you, I'm saving all the pigeons. The pigeons are important. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she also left $500 in trust maintenance, but this is odd, because she left $500, which, that's not a lot, but at the time, $500 seems a lot. Anyway, to maintenance for her father's grave. What? I don't know what to do what? with that information. It was the pigeons, but also still her dad. So, yeah, she gave her, she gave the animals what would be equivalent to 500 something thousand dollars. That's pity money, actually. Yeah, maybe like a haha. $30,000 to the animal rescue, 500 to her father's grave. Did she grave leave anything for Abby? No. She did give $6,000 to her close friend and cousin, which at the time was a hell of a lot of money because it was about $119,000 per person. I mean, very generous. She was very generous with the money that she well, what got else from are you her gonna father. Do? <laughs> it's, like, it's not like she earned it. She fucking inherited it. From murder. From murder, yeah. <laughs> Um, and also supposedly the books that were left behind in the Maplecroft library, uh, some of them were signed and those are like quite valuable now, which I get because on many aspects, murderabilia is quite popular for lack of better words. I don't, I'm all set, but you know, some people are, are weirder. True. (laughs) So I don't know. But anyway, Lizzie's legacy lives on there's a lot of current day pop culture references about her kind of everywhere and i read on rolling stone that some examples are there was a ballet called fall river legend and it was from 1954 and there was an opera from 1965 called lizzie borden which got turned into a rock opera which is now called Lizzie the Musical. Now, hmm. I don't really know what the hell you're making musical or how, or very long. Like, this story isn't that deep. <laughs> like, on face yeah. value, it's a very quick story. It's really fucked up, but it's a really quick story. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know, but I'd be, I'd be interested, but not, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, didn't stop there. There was a TV movie released in 1975 called The Legend of Lizzie Borden. Uh, 2014, so s- much more recently, there was a Lifetime movie called Lizzie Borden Took an Axe. I've never watched it, but um, hmm. 
that would be one I'd be more willing to see, I think. Um, that inspired a TV series, which was later called the Lizzie Borden Chronicles. And honestly, the list goes on, 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 on. If you go, like, on Wikipedia, you can scroll down to see, like, um, oh, what's it called? There's, like, a specific section. And it's called something, like, ref, no, because the references is the sources, kind of. I don't know. But anyway, if you go on to Wikipedia and scroll down, you can see a list of of things that she has been uh, that in, that were inspired by her, which is the weirdest concept to it's me. It's so odd, isn't it? Like, yeah. I understand what we're doing, but like making a story off of this is like to glorify. Worth, yeah, you're glorifying it. I'm telling yeah. you that she was a fucked up person. I am not making light of this situation. She was not good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, um. So I don't really understand, but you can. She's still very popular to this day. Um, yeah, I'm definitely very biased here, but you should go watch. There's a Ghost Adventures episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can go some watch some go watch some ZB. Um, <laughs> uh, I watch it on Hulu. If you look online, it tells you a specific episode number, and then on Hulu, it is not that episode. So I don't know. I I watched season seven, episode five, on Hulu um oh okay okay oh okay ready here we go the house has now been turned into a bed and breakfast and museum fucking creepy why why well why? i saw some people like like look at this yes. chick she's like oh my god look at me. <laughs> and andrew spot. it's like excuse you i wouldn't get off of there look that's okay. like not cool that to me is not cool no that is making light of the situation. It's not okay, in my personal opinion. You should Mm-mm. still respect that a human was murdered. Yeah, it was like two people pretending as like in the actual sofa. It yeah, looks it like. is the so. It is. Yeah, like the actual. I believe one. it is the actual one. That's creepy. So I do think this is tacky. Um, I would maybe go to the museum aspect, but I sure as hell is not sitting on the couch. Um. <laughs> And I would not stay overnight in the bed and breakfast. I'm all no. set. I'm sure people are like, oh my god, all these haunted stories and blah, blah, blah. Like, if you want to go ghost hunt there, that's, I mean, you're probably going to have to stay there. Yeah. You either got to buy the, the room. Mm, I don't see as much of a problem with that. <laughs> you know, I'm not mad about that part, but just staying over for like shits and giggles to sleep in the same room. Kind yeah, no. Weird. Kind of weird. No. But I did find out that, like, the tour is $25, but you can rent the rooms to sleep in, and there's, like, they're, like, 275 per night, up to 300 per night, or you can rent the house. $2,125 a night Who to rent the house. Who owns this house? Um, a couple people, I think. Uh, it's, like, not, no. like, one person, I don't think, but... and. So that's like the most current thing is that you can stay in the bed and breakfast, but I just Ugh. find it so weird. Ugh. So weird. Ugh. I would not. I would never. Like that's yeah. just like way too fucking creepy and close like to the actual fucking murder. I'm gonna eat this candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold so on. anyway, guys, I mean that's really all I have for you. I I don't think we need to discuss it much further. I think we both agree that Lizzie killed her parents. Lizzie killed, She yep. should not have been acquitted. This no. whole situation is not right. Mm-mm. And they had food poisoning because you have to use refrigeration if you want it to last. And, yeah, yes. <laughs> like, <it's> just, <laughs> yes. Hmm. 
And also, if there was a nursery rhyme created about this whole thing, I think that means that the majority of people believe she also killed her. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Come on. Also, the wine was good enough that we both finished, like... I t- finished two glasses. Two glasses without any struggle, so uh-uh. it's a good one. I might up that to four four bottles. Four, I'd say four. Know, four wine glass... Not bottles. Four wine glass emojis. Four bottles. Four <laughs> bottles. Damn. Um... I like it because it you don't have a heavy alcohol flavor. Yeah, you're, well, because it's not as heavy as some reds. Yeah, um, it's good. I would say four, so I would buy this again, I think. In the, skeleton. Yes, and it's a cool label. It is really cool. Yes, for it, spook season especially. Mm, it yeah. matches our things. It does. Kind of. Like the decor of our, of our room. So. Yes. It'll probably end up on a shelf because it's cool. It is. Um, I like it. So. Well, with that being said, do you yeah. have any other comments about the wine other than, in the end, we would buy um, it again? No, I don't know if I would bother. I'd probably try something else before I'd buy it again. I think I might buy it again, actually. Yeah, okay, okay. I don't think I, I don't think I would, but to each their own, Fair. that is a thing. Fair. So, I'll buy it for you again. <laughs> yeah. Well... I'll stop eating this candy corn <laughs> so then I can say thank you like we always do. Thank you so much for listening this week. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter. Just search Chilled and Killed Podcast. Uh, YouTube too, just, you know, because we have, okay, we have not uploaded in a little bit, but we will start uploading again. Yes. If you love this podcast, which we really hope you do, please go rate us on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen. Also, feel free to send us an email with any questions, comments, or concerns, or requests at childandkilledpodcast at gmail.com, and we will be back next time. Wait, before we do our, you know, it was also exciting because we got one of our very first requests yes. from childandkill at gmail. You. Thank you. We will be on that shortly. We soon. are super excited, super thankful for you listening to us and for giving us requests. So, everybody else, please send us requests. We are always looking for new information. So, on that note, until then, bye! bye. <laughs> yes! <laughs>